Hey guys, ECRG here, back with another episode. The title of today's episode is a question that I've you know, gotten a few times before, but not specifically for this country. Um, so it's about entry-level clinical research in Israel. So a listener emailed in at eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com, by the way. If you have any personal questions you want me to answer or get back to you on, uh, that's the best place to reach out to me. And if it's a unique question, I will make a whole episode on it. So this person emailed in. I'm going to go ahead and read their email, and we're going to go ahead and uh, get into it. So my name is blank. Um, I'm not going to uh, make their name public. I'm an optometrist in Israel planning on doing a professional retraining to study coordinator and hopefully clinical research associate in the future. Here in Israel, some companies offer good clinical practice, aka GCP, and CRA training courses, and they are not cheap. I understand that a GCP qualification is required, but should I invest on the longer and more expensive CRA course, or is it unnecessary? I also want to ask, what is the best job as a beginner, as a study coordinator in hospitals, or as a CTA, clinical trial assistant? Thank you very much. So we have a few questions to answer in here, which I think will be of great uh, value to you guys. Uh, but before I get into that, I just want to let you guys know about the resume review program. For people like this person looking to get into the field, uh, it is an opportunity for you to uh, level up your resume and really highlight your attributes that will transfer well into clinical research uh, in order to catch the attention of hiring managers as well as recruiters. So if you're interested in that, email me eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com. So to answer this person's first question, they ask, um, you know, well, the first thing they say is that GCP qualification is required. And that is not exactly true for people that are looking to get into the field. You do not need GCP uh, courses before you get into a job, that you do not need that um, because they're going to train you over and over and over again on GCP. Um, your monitor is going to train you if you're a study coordinator. You're going to be required to take some type of city GCP course or maybe a GCP course at your hospital or institution or your place of work. Everyone is training on GCP pretty much all the time. Anytime there's a change, um, there's new training that comes out. So this is not a requirement for you to do before you get your first uh, clinical research job. Um, now, for those people, and I, and I recommend this in my in my um, interview preparation and, and along with my resume review services, is you can be proactive about the situation and go and get your GCP training to show that you are really, really serious about getting into clinical research and to kind of give you a level up on other people that are applying that don't have it. Um, and just to show that you have a, you know, not just a not just wanting to get into clinical research, but you also have some experience uh, with GCP. Um, and also, it's a great thing to put on your resume. So I do I, I do recommend it, but I do not recommend paying for it. There are free courses you can find out online, um, but it's also not a requirement for you to do that before you get into a field because you're, you're going to get plenty of training on GCP included once you get into whatever job you're doing. So that's the first misconception I wanted to put out there. And I think a lot of people might think that, but I just wanted to clarify that. Um, and then should I invest in a more expensive CRA course? So you guys who have been listening to the channel for a long time know my stance on these courses. Basically, the punchline is they are great for information. They are going to teach you a lot about clinical research. But the downside is... The only thing that matters in this industry is experience. So if they're coupled with an internship, a substantial internship, not just a week or two weeks, but I'm talking three months or more, then the course becomes, you know, a little bit more, um, 
how should I say, you know, the course is a little bit something that you want to take a little bit closer look at. Um, if they have no internship, I would not pay a dime for it. Um, the internship is the most important part because the most important thing you can do in clinical research is to have clinical research experience. It's not academic stuff. Um, you know, people with PhDs, all types of fancy degrees, masters, this, masters, that. They work side by side with people that have associates and bachelor's degrees because the only thing that matters is if you can do the job, if you are trained in the right stuff. Your fancy degrees don't mean anything. Um, and, you know, I, I've made plenty of videos on this in the past. Um, you know, one of them titled, you know, your fancy degree doesn't mean anything. Um, I might have said it in different language, but that's basically what it says. Um, so, I mean, if you've got a lot of money laying around, you know, you just want to spend some money, fine, you can do the course. Um, but I really want to make sure you know what, what you're getting and they're going to make all types of claims to you. Like, you know, get a job in two months or give you a, we're guarantee you a job at the end of the course and all this nonsense. Um, they're not really guaranteeing you anything. The only thing that's going to guarantee you a job is previous clinical research experience. So, um, that's what I would really focus on. And you can get that by volunteering, um, internships, applying for, you know, clinical research coordinator, assistant positions, um, you know, figuring out ways you can work with local sites in the, in the area. Um, not to mention, you know, working for big pharmaceutical companies, um, and working for CROs. Um, so next thing they want to ask is what is the best job as a beginner? So I have two, uh, responses to that. And the first one is if you're trying to get into the field, any, really any job, um, that's in the field, cause you can always change later on. Um, that just because you have that as your first job, does that mean you're going to stay on that path at all? You know, some people start out in clinical, end up in data management. Some people start out in clinical, end up in project management and vice versa. So you just want to get a, a job and get some experience under your belt. That's what you should do first. But to actually, you know, answer the question, what is the best job? If you have a, if you have an offer from every single entry level job in clinical research, which one is the best for you? Well, I would highlight um, probably two jobs that I think are the best for you long-term. One is going to be study coordinator. Um, why? Because study coordinators really understand how research is conducted at the point of contact, which is the patient. So they are really a jack of all trades. They are really the ones conducting the research. So they understand it uh, at a much deeper level than I think most other positions in the industry do. So that's one. I think you're going to build the strongest foundation and with the strongest knowledge base if you're a study coordinator. Um, but it can be hard to move up out of that position. Uh, it can be hard to move up into a CRO or a pharma company. Um, you just got to know the right times to do it, and you got to be you know, an absolute pit bull when it comes to applying. Um, so there are downsides with every position. Another position I like is on the project management side. Um, you know, it also depends on your goals. If your goal is to be a CRA, you know, there's different positions that are going to be more suited to that. Um, so like a CTA is going to be better an in-house CRA is going to be better, um, preferably in-house CRA over CTA when it comes to being a CRA and study coordinator is going to be great for that. But if you're just trying to get in, my favorite two jobs are going to be like the project manager assistant role. And that's because you interface with so many different groups. You interface with study coordinators. Sometimes you interface with, um, clinical trial assistants. Sometimes you interface with CRAs, uh, all different levels of the project management staff. We're talking project directors. We're talking uh, VPs, we're talking project managers, um, and you get to learn from all these people and all different aspects of the business. 
So I like that role a lot too, and it is entry level. And you know, it's usually at the CRO level, and they have them at the pharmaceutical level too, but they're gonna be called something different. Um, but every company has it. It's like the, the right-hand person, the person that reports to the project manager. It could be called project specialist. It could be called um, project coordinator. It can be called um, project manager assistant. They have a few different names, but, but you'll know it when you see it. Um, so that's really a great role too, and that's actually the role I started out in. Um, that's where I cut my chops, and then I moved over to the clinical side. Um, but there's all different ways, paths you can go down. Um, there's not there's not really a best path for um, any given person. You just want to get in and get your, your foot in the door and get your feet wet when it comes to clinical research. So I hope that answers your question. Um, you know, this person was from Israel, and really, I don't know too much about the Israel market specifically, um, but it is a smaller country than let's say India, China, the USA. So really, I think the benefit is to kind of get in where you can and then either move out the country or, you know, move up from there. Um, you know, I'm not too familiar with how things are in the Middle East with job security or things of that nature. Um, so I'm not really going to comment on that. Um, but really, I like using Indeed um, and looking for jobs that way. So I hope this was helpful. If you guys any any if you guys have any other questions, email me eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com. Take care, guys.